What's going on, everybody? This is Curtis with the Yo Christian Podcast on Spotify. Anyway, we're pretty fire. I tell you what, Jared. So, Jared, how, how you feeling, buddy? <laughs> Dude, I feel beyond stuffed. Like uh, we were just talking about a little bit before this podcast, like before we recorded, but like. I don't know if y'all know this or if y'all do this, but Codus and I, we agreed that we both do this. And we probably we both agree that we also shouldn't do this. <laughs> but uh, for lunch, neither one of us really eat. Like, we'll eat like a snacking and just enough to tide us over. But for dinner, we go all out. Like, we will stuff ourselves. And sadly, that was the case for me today. And I overstuffed myself. I, I literally I finished my meal. I forced myself to take the last three bites because I wanted to clean my plate. <laughs> And I, I looked at Jenna, and I don't even know if she caught this or not, but I, I, like, I felt like I looked at her super sickly. And then I, I looked at my plate, I was like, oh, no. And I, I put the plate in the trash can. Like, at this point, I, I, Codus and I were about to start recording. I, I texted yeah. Codus, and I was like, this he is said, so bad. I, give me more time. I <laughs> ate too much. Yeah. And I said, you're good, man. Yeah, I was like, I ate way too much. So then I sat there at the table for, like, 20 minutes, and I was like, okay, when am I going to start to feel better? And, like, I didn't. And I was like, all right. So I moved to the couch because that's where my wife was at. And I just curled up in fetal position on the couch. <laughs> and I was like, this has got to get better. And then, bro, I was shoving my face into the, the crease of, like between the cushions because I was just like trying really? to get – Really? It was dude, that bad? It was that bad how, how much I ate, dude. So I le- like uh, I made some just like pan fried chicken with a bunch of mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. But like – Oh, that's something I could devour too. D- dude, and I just ate a ton of it. Like I, I – I don't know about you, but when I like make my dinners, I I I stack up my plate, bro, and like yeah. it's a I have a I have a mountain of food, like an anthill, pretty much. And so I ate the first plate, and I was like, all right, cool, time for the second. And so I got the second. I, I it wasn't as high as the first, but it was still pretty high. And I ate it. I was like, that that was a mistake. I that's that's a mistake. And so, anyways, uh, we were supposed to start recording. Like I feel like an hour ago. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, I I feel better now the food has begun to settle i can move around i can talk i feel not as sick i feel like i could do whatever i need to do if i need to do something except work out i would not work out right now. <laughs> not um, run a mile and then <laughs> uh uh-uh. no dude that i would be so sick i'd be puking if i if i, I ran just, uh went to the super bowl right yeah that could have <laughs> probably cleared your stomach yeah. right <laughs> if, you, if you know if you're catching the drift no, I'm not actually. Uh, go to the toilet. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I see. I, I was thinking of the actual uh, Super Bowl, but uh, gotcha. No, I mean, no. Uh, I don't think – no offense, but I don't know if you have the skill set. Maybe a kicker. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't have the skill set. I could uh, I could run, but that's about it. I did – yeah, I'd get tackled once and I'd die, like literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. We'll, we'll bulk you up. Uh, yeah well, well we'll try i tried that i've tried that many a times and it never works well, but once i move down there you'll get swole you'll do my my program all right all right we'll, we'll try it out <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, today we're going over genesis 2 that's right uh kind of a quick little chapter here but it's a good chapter so, so oh sorry you oh, no i was just gonna say so give us a, a summary of, of genesis chapter 2 what's all it right, about so it pretty much starts off on the seventh day and god's like oh this is nice. Everything's pretty good. And God's like, you know what? I'm God. I'm tired. You know? So the seventh day, he rested. Because, mm. you know, obviously creation, that's a lot. So he rested, and he called that day holy. And so I think that's where the Sabbath comes from. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, God rested, so we're going to rest. Yep. And so there's – and obviously we don't follow the Sabbath anymore because of 
Jesus came to fulfill the covenant, right? Yeah, I mean, we have a Sabbath. It's just, it's in heaven. It's, uh, mm. yeah, it, I mean, it really just depends on interpretation. Some people, like the, the Torah observant community, they'll say, of course, we have a Sabbath. Yeah. Um, and they'll say, oh, it's Saturday. Then there's, there's some yeah, people I've that believe. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people be like, oh, it's Saturday. Mm-hmm. And they, like, argue, and they're like, we should have church actually on Saturday. Because right. Sunday is wrong, and they do it just because the Catholics did it. But yeah, well, I'm some, happy with it on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it, honestly, as long as we're worshiping God, who cares? <laughs> yeah, um, and and that. that that it's God just cares about the heart posture, you know. But yeah, um, and there's some churches like uh, is it Seventh Day Adventist? It might be, but they go to church on Saturdays because of that. They think it's Saturday kind of thing. Um, oh. but it goes back to like Codus, you and I here on this podcast. We believe that the whole law was fulfilled. Um, and so. I can back that up with scripture, but you know, everybody can back whatever they say with scripture. But anyways, people I can cherry pick. But uh, I'll tell you this, when I read the new Testament cover to cover um, in one sitting, I, uh, well, I guess I had breaks, but anyways, there is no way. This is what I say. There's no way that the whole law was not fulfilled. So in other words, the whole law was fulfilled and that is evident throughout the entire new Testament. Um, in fact, uh, just going off on a little tangent here in Mark chapter seven, Jesus himself uh, declares all food clean. And people are like, oh, well, if if, uh, if Paul didn't write a single book of the New Testament, then, you know, uh, we would still be following the law because Paul is the only one that said to, to stop following the law. And obviously, you know, Paul didn't say stop following the law. He just said it was fulfilled. And, and so, of course, Jesus also affirmed this, like I said, in Mark chapter 7. But going back to the Sabbath, yeah, so, Codus, we believe that the whole law is fulfilled. So uh, Jesus says that uh, the Sabbath was fulfilled when, at least not Jesus, sorry, in Hebrews it says in mm-hmm. chapter 4, I believe, um, that the whole Sabbath was is going to be So our Sabbath is heaven. There we go. So that's why it wants us to till the soil, to work the soil every day of the week. Of course, we need to have rest. But anyways, it goes back to what's wise. Right. Yeah. All right, so continuing then. Uh, and then, so four through six, uh, pretty much God saw that the world needed work here. I'll, I'll just kind of read it here. Um, it says, so these were the records of the heavens and the earth concerning their creation. At the time that the Lord God made the earth and the new heaven, no shrubs of the field yet had grown on the land and that no plant on the field had yet sprouted. For the Lord God had not made it rain on the land and there was no man to work the ground. But mist would come up from the earth and the water all the ground. So it's pretty much going back to the third day and talking about, like, you know, all that stuff. And then God, you know, because he's a smart man, brilliant man, he was like, oh, I have an idea. And then God made a farmer. No. Um, so and this is where God made man. He, you know, uh, obviously Adam. He made Adam. If you've ever seen the old Super Bowl commercial, it's like, and God made a farmer. God saw that the land, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that was, that, <laughs> I thought that was funny. But uh, and then pretty much God made man, and so I did it. He said, "Then the Lord God formed the man out of the dust from the ground, and breathed the breath of life into his nostrils, and the man became a living being." So, you know, that's God made. You know that. Um, here, can you give me one sec, Jared. Can you continue real quick? Yeah, sure. What verse oh, did you leave off on? Uh, so I I finished uh, uh seven. You're, okay. you're on eight now. Give me one right. second. Yeah, sure thing. So just to kind of recap there. So I know Codus and I talked about that before we recorded this podcast. Um, <clears throat> so chapter one, 
is like the bullet points of, of creation. And then chapter two is essentially the narrative of creation. And so when we go through and we read chapter two, it's important to note that like Coda said, um, it starts off on day three. Uh, it kind of talks about day three and it ter- tells the narrative from day three until the yes. end again. Um, does that mean you're back since you said yes? Yes, I am back. Okay. All right. Well, I haven't said anything about verse eight. Um, All right. So thank you for ahead. that, Jared. Thank you mm-hmm. for uh, being my second string backup quarterback. Anyway. Always. <laughs> so eight and nine, God pretty much planted Eden and he planted it with like every pleasing tree with, with food and everything. And so and all the trees look good, but he also planted the food or sorry, mm. the tree of knowledge and good and evil. Yep. And so obviously we'll talk about that later. Um, I think that's the next one, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So we'll talk about that later. You know, I'm excited for that one. Uh, and so pretty much then 10 through 14 kind of just explains. Let me just read it. So a river went out from Eden to water the garden. Uh, from there, it divided and became the source of four rivers. The name of the first is, see, this is where it gets fun. Pishon, and, <laughs> yep. which, which flows through the entire land of uh, Havi, Havila, Havila. Close enough, there. man. Uh-huh. Is it close enough? That's what I'm saying. Where there is gold. Gold from the land is pure. Oh. Uh-huh. Bedelium and Onyx are also there. <laughs> the name of the second river is Gihon, which flows through the entire land of Cush. Uh, the name of the third river is Tigris, which runs east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. Uh, Euphrates. Um, Euphrates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, that's the names if you really need to know that. And then now, then uh, 15 through 6, it talks about how God told Adam to work and to watch over the garden and stuff. Um, and pretty much like, oh, you can do all these things, you know, you can eat, you know, you can work. I want you to do all this, but, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil for on that day you eat it, you will certainly die. And what he means by that is sin, sin comes mm. to the world because sin is death. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is, you know, this is a good pickup line for all the Christian guys out there. Um, also <laughs> girls, you can use this one, but it also says then. The Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper corresponding to him. So ladies, if you're listening out there, or guys, walk up to that person and be like, yeah, God said I can't be alone. How about uh, oh, my dinner tonight? Be like, oh, you know, God said you can't be alone, so I gladly, you know, help you. Um, that's for a whole nother episode, though. Uh, and so how God made Eve, uh, the Lord God formed out of, formed out of the ground every wild animal and every bird of the sky and brought each to the man to see what he would call it oh so yeah there's a little nugget there you know eve or sorry not eve shoot adam named everyone everything so he must have not liked donkeys um so and whatever the man called a living creature it was its name (laughs) that was funny i just thought of that uh the man gave name to all the livestock all the birds of the sky and every wild animal but for a man no helper was found corresponding to him. So the Lord God called the deep sleep. So pretty much knocked him out, gave him some, uh, what's, what's that gas they put you chloroform. on? Chloroform. Oh, no, not what? the anesthesia. <laughs> chloroform? God did not chloroform Adam. Uh, they, God anesthesia. gave Adam anesthesia practically. And so God pretty much took a rib out of 
him, and he pretty much closed that flesh back up. And then the Lord made the rib he had taken from the man into a woman and brought her to the man. And the man said, this one at last is bone of my bone and flesh of my Mm -hmm. flesh. This one will be called woman. Woman. (laughs) She was taken from man. Yeah, man. I like that. Couple of thoughts. Um, One is in my book, I referred my wife as my rib. And so like all the time now I think about it. I'm like, that's my rib. (laughs) That's my Uh, rib. Classic. But uh, secondly, this is a, a maybe a little bit of a geographical historical question for you. Where do you think, based off of the description that you gave, you know, near the Tigris, the, near the Euphrates, which are both modern day rivers, um, and fun fact mentioned in Revelation, what uh, what do you think? Where do you think the Garden of Eden uh, is modern day, if it were to still be ex- in existence? Well, I say near Saudi Arabia and stuff like that. I don't know. No, that's too deserty. Um. Bro, you're right there. Oh, for real? Yeah, you're right there at it. You're really close. Yo, I I meant to say that then. <laughs> it, yeah, because like it very it seems like that kind of language, if you will. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely right there at it. Um, so if you're a history nerd, um, you've yeah. heard you've heard of the uh, Mesopotamia, you've heard of the Fertile Crescent. Um, I mean, that's still in existence today, the Fertile Crescent. And so some, uh, what am I thinking of? Some countries that are like in that include like Syria, Iraq, yeah. Iran, uh, I guess kind of maybe sort of the, the, the northern most of Egypt, like basically around that air, area, the Middle East, um, which is surprising because when we think of the Middle East, we think of like desert, right? Because of like basically what propaganda we've been shown because of like the, the, yeah. the Middle East. Um, but yeah, so modern day, if Garden of Eden still existed, would probably be in the Iraq Iran area, um, just above the uh, the Persian Gulf. So that's where it's believed to be based off of this description. Um, but of course, the flood would have wiped out anything that was that was there uh, if oh, it was still true, there at that yeah. point. So, um, so maybe we that, can't. That's why it's all desert. You just drowned. Yeah, I mean, over time, over time, uh, in different geographical areas, we see difference uh, or like climates changing. Like, I think the uh, I think they used to. I, if we study, I, I could totally be wrong, but I'm pretty sure like the the desert in uh, northern Africa used to be believed to be a rainforest. Um, really? Yeah. So, I mean, that would kind of make sense if the Garden of Eden was you know northeast of that. But um, yeah, so I, I've always found that interesting. I remember when I was. <clears throat> Uh, I guess I was 14. It was right after I read Revelation. I remember sitting in bed and I started, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to read through the Bible. I've said that so many times that I failed every single time. But anyways, um, and I started reading through Genesis and I was like, where is the Garden of Eden? And so I, uh, I remember I had this like notepad next to me and I just started taking notes and I thought I was going to be the next like Indiana Jones, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really that. did. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to find the Garden of Eden. I said, when I, I'm going to read through the entire Bible, and every time it talks about Eden, I'm going to write down what it says about where it's at, and I'm going to figure it out. It doesn't say a whole lot, does it? Uh, uh, <laughs> what now? It doesn't say it a whole lot, does it? Doesn't no, no, it. not really. Granted, I never, I mean, I pretty much quit after Genesis or maybe Exodus, but <clears throat> um, huh. back way, way back in the day. But um, yeah. so, yeah. Say that again? When you were a youngin'. When I was a youngin', a young buck. Um, yeah. So. Anyways, you know, we had the internet then. I'm not old. I'm only 23. Like, I had the internet when I was 14. Man, you're almost getting gray hair. 
I know, right? Um, <laughs> go throw back to those pictures you sent the group chat. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, and for all the people listening, I uh, I got I went to Walmart and I got like the a what spray is paint the backstory behind that. Um, I just thought, okay, so backstory. I thought it'd be really cool to have silver hair. Um, just oh, like. No. Yeah, no, and, like, I, I actually do think it'd still be pretty dope. If, like, if I got it right, like, so platinum that it'd be, like, blonde or silver. Anyways. Um, like mine. Kind of, except just more silver. Yeah. Um, and so Jenna was like, well, how about we just go to the Walmart and get you, like, a hair spray painting? Because they have, like, spray paint, but it's for hair. And mm-hmm. so I was like, sure. And so we did it. And uh, it looked more gray than silver, like what I was thinking. It was shiny. And, yeah, it was super shiny. Um, and so we just decided to make the best of it and uh, take a bunch of pictures of me acting like an old man. So, um, was that your old house? Is that what that was? No, no, that's my in-laws' house. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and so it was. It was funny because like we just grabbed stuff from around their house, and so I'm pretty. They might have taken offense to it because like I use like her dad's new, uh, gun magazine. I, I saw used, that. Yeah, I use like their phone, like their house phone, and obviously it's outdated. So that's the point of what I was trying to do, and I use like her dad's like glasses. I'm pretty sure. Oh. And, uh, and so, yeah, they might've gotten upset about that. I don't remember, but, uh, anyways, it was funny. I thought you it was like funny. Broken the bear. Uh, I have a tendency to do that sometimes yeah. purposeful, sometimes not, um, mainly purposeful. Mm, maybe. Well, it that's just, my conviction for me, at least I, yeah, I'm bad with it. It depends on the subject, honestly. Um, like if I'm frustrated with somebody, I'm going to poke the bear with it. Um, like, but anyways, I'm not going to just poke a random bear. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's only people that I specifically know you most of the time. Most of the time. I can't say the same. Really? Yeah. Sometimes, I, it, it, yeah. I'm, I'm way better at it. Let me tell you one thing. I'm way better than I, than old Codist was. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, when it comes to uh, making fun of atheists, not actually making fun of, but, like, poking the bear, I do that all the time um, on TikTok. Because I, I know, like – it's funny because I know it's a joke and um, atheists, dude, atheists can't take jokes at all. No. Like, like, and, and that's why I always poke the atheist bears um, because I'll make it like the other day I posted a TikTok and uh, it basically the sound was something along the lines of, wow, that's a lot of words. a good thing I'm yeah. not reading them. <laughs> and so I knew as soon as I posted that, I was like, and I, I put over the words like a, uh, atheists when they pick up the bible or something like that and so uh i knew i knew the atheists be like yeah you forgot to add and this is what a bunch of the comments were you forgot to add for the 15th time (laughs) um but obviously it was a joke yeah and like and somebody got so heated they stitched it and they're they they posted a study and it uh it basically the study which i think was a credible study i honestly didn't care enough to actually watch the video um but uh, it was something along the lines of, uh, on average, atheists know more about the Bible than Christians, something like that. I don't know. Right, and uh, <laughs> right, um, but uh, yeah, they're really good at uh, studying the verses that affirm their beliefs. Whereas oh, Christians, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they like to take the verses they find on Google and they don't look at the yeah, rest exactly, of them. exactly. And that that was the point. Like I was actually trying to stay say with the video is like, okay, well they don't read the whole. That's what the sound says. I, good thing I'm not reading all those words yeah. because obviously atheists know a little bit about scripture. That's why they they hold their beliefs uh, specifically against Christianity. And so that's the point I was trying to make, but I didn't care enough to explain that in another video or anything. I was just like, whatever. 
Yeah. <clears throat> so well, and then, <laughs> then I uh, I made another video a while back, and um, I think Codis, you might have saw this one. I think we might have talked about it. Um, it was something along the lines of if the purpose of Christianity or the the commandments of Christianity is to love God and love others, then why do atheists hate Christians? Oh, oh yeah. it's because they they hate love. There we go. You know, like obviously. Yeah, that's a I joke. remember when that that kind of. Yeah, that that one uh, a lot. I, I got like. Know. Yeah, I got like fifty stitches on that, and which like I laughed at the end. Like it was, I feel I thought it was an obvious joke. Yeah. Um, but of course, every joke has a little bit of truth to it, and so, uh, anyways, them hating God being that little bit of truth, but uh, they got so upset, and uh, somebody literally just stitched it like yesterday. That's what reminded me of the video, and I was like, "What video is this?" And I was like, "Oh, that's right. I posted like <laughs> oh, that's three, right. four I months ago." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, it's still going, dude. I still get likes on that uh, that passion video. Really? Yeah, it's not not near as often, but like I'll get one video, like once a week. But I, you know, you have you get higher views per video than I do. On accident. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say on accident. You purposely do it, but um, you you definitely do what the algorithm prefers. Yeah, I post like three minute videos because I'm like, ah, screw it. I'm just gonna talk a lot. I I just post like a minute. Yeah, and like that's Literally when you go three. That's when you like do your gospel messages, like your little mini sermons. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a minute. little minute sermons. Yeah, and those those are like really good, by the way. Um, if y'all if y'all haven't listened to them, go check out at Coder Songs on TikTok. I can't stand them. <laughs> like I I don't know what it is. Like I can't even listen to podcasts because like I can't stand myself the way I preach. I would never go to my church. Interesting. I, I can't stand the way I preach. I don't like it, but like you know, it makes no sense because that's how I do it. But I can't, I can't stand how I do it. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like you and Luke are both that way. Because I remember when Luke came down, he was he was like, "I've never listened to my song," and it had been on Spotify for months at that point. Yeah, um, that's and, weird. Well, yeah, but like that's how you are with like your little sermons or whatever. Yeah. But I've I'm the, listened I'm to the podcast the... once, and that was you and Jenna. Wow, interesting. Yeah, no, I used to listen to every single one. Um, I, and I, I try, I can't. It's, it's, well, that's the thing is like for the longest, like Jenna makes fun of me. She's like, you're so conceited, you know? Cause like, I listen to like what we talk <laughs> about and I I don't think I'm conceited, but I do enjoy listening to like, I, cause I, I like to listen to it make sure I said what I was thinking that I said, um, yeah. because a lot of times I'll think something and then I'll say something and like, I'm not sure if I conveyed my thoughts correctly. And so I yeah. go back and listen to it and like, I go back and and listen to like where I preached at churches. Um, if if they post it online, I'll go back and listen to those every once in a while. And like, it sounds where it could sound like it's conceited or whatever. But like, I learn yeah. from myself because I forget what I preached on. And wow. so when I go back and listen, it's like, oh, that was good. That was good. That was, that was good. good. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, bad to me. Well, it's, when people say amen, it's never to the preacher. It's amen to to, to God. Well, well, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm just uh, yeah, but like. I mean, there, there's been a couple of times where, like, even listening to the podcast, I was like, whoa, I did not know that I – I didn't mean to say that, but I said that. And yeah. I don't know that I said that, but that was awesome. Or spirit led. <laughs> um, exactly, spirit-led exactly. And that's why I love listening to podcasts because, honestly, if you're listening to this, probably about half of our podcasts are spirit-led. Like, we just kind of talk. Um, yeah. We have an idea of what we want to talk about, and that's, of course, the chapter. But if something comes up, we didn't plan it. We just, we just talk about it. Like, um, we literally have two verses left, and we've been talking about stuff right here. Oh, Right. Okay. <laughs> like complete spirit light. We, well, I don't know. Well, I don't even remember what we were talking about. But like, we were talking about something. Uh, right. TikTok and then. Oh, we, we just we just stuff and the yeah. Our side. It, it started with uh, Eden. 
Start but, with a whisper. Yes, sir. Start sing it. Uh, uh, Everybody. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, follow me on Luke Power um, at Spotify. There you go. Well, not anymore, sadly. Not yet. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so then uh, my last question was this. I got off topic. Um, actually, I'll wait till the next chapter because um, it talks a little bit more about the trees there. All right. So, well, to finish it, it says, again, everybody, this is, you know, a pickup line. This is why man <laughs> leaves his father and mother and bonds with his wife. And yeah. they become one flesh. Mm. Both the man and his wife were naked and mm. felt no shame. Maybe the last, maybe the second part isn't a pickup line. Um, unless hey girl, let's get naked. <laughs> yeah, you can walk up to Jenna and be, hey girl, uh, let's get naked and feel no shame, just as God intended. Um, I, I'm, yeah, that being no. said, God speaks. <laughs> um, I do have a thought though. So, Uh-oh. um, go, not about that or anything, but going oh. back to the the two become one flesh. I have two thoughts with that. So, um, I gotta gotta be delicate with how I say this. So I think I know what you're talking about. Oftentimes, there's two two things I want to say. You probably know one, but not this one. Maybe you do. I don't know. Full time. Um, that's the second one I want to talk about. All right, cool. So this first one, um, if you are a parent um, hmm. for 18 years or so uh, in this culture, you know you are the the parent over your child, and of course you'll be their parent for the rest of your life and that sort of thing, but. Um, just a reminder that they are your responsibility biblically until they get married. So um, this is what it says here. The two become one flesh. Um, so whenever your, your child goes off and gets married, they are no longer biblically your responsibility at that point. Of course, you still have that relationship. But once they're married, um, they are no longer yours to have dominion over. Um, but while they're your child, before they get married, sure. They, I mean, you, you have dominion over them. You have to lead them. You have to guard them. You have to protect them. You have to teach them. Um, and so I say that because I think it's often, uh, oftentimes parents will control their child despite being post marriage. Um, anyways, just, just the thought, um, uh, you know, I'll just, I'll just be legitimate. They ain't going to listen to this anyways. So my in-laws, they'll oftentimes, they use, uh, oh, well, honor your, your mother and father. Of course, quoting, uh, I think, is it the fourth or fifth commandment? It's fifth. Um, right. Yes. The fifth commandment in, uh, in which says honor your mother and your father um, and that sort of thing. And so they, they'll quote that at Jenna so that they can get her to do what they want. Um, and they've been doing that ever since we were dating. Also, um, don't provoke your children the very next doors. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's another verse in, in the new Testament that talks about um, not getting your, your children angry on purpose and that sort of thing, basically going off what you're talking about. Um, but they would often use that and still try to use that to kind of control what she does and doesn't do. And so if, if, yeah, well, uh, we can talk about that another day off the podcast, but um, <clears throat> so if you're a parent, just a reminder, <laughs> you, uh, that's not uh, that's not your job anymore. So <clears throat> the two become one flesh. So now, uh, if if I were a dad, right, uh, it is my job to provide that sort of thing, protect. But once I pass off my daughter to, I say pass off as if it's like a get away from me. But once it's I a, give, on and track. <laughs> yeah, once I give my daughter to to her her husband. Uh, I, by the way, I don't have a daughter, um, but. That is when I relieve my duties of protector and provider, and I give those duties to the then husband. 
Um, so when it comes to dating, uh, this is kind of interesting. So I was always raised not to date unless I'm trying to marry. Right. So like the only purpose of dating is to marry. And so that's the way I did it. Um, and so, uh, the girls that I always dated, they were, they were, I mean, not always, but like the, the serious relationships, they were Christian. And so we all recognize this. We were all educated enough to know the two become one flesh. And so I would often say, Hey, well, since we're practicing, you know, basically for marriage, like seeing, you know, what we could do, like, Hey, let's go ahead and, you know, try this. Not like we, we don't become like we, we we're still our own individuals. Um, and so in one relationship, I found out that I crossed the line and made it controlling where we had, um, it was, we were like, okay, well, we're one flesh now. So we're only going to do whatever appeases the other side. Right. Um, basically going off of first Corinthians seven. And so in terms of like, I'm going to do what's best for you and you're going to do what's best for me. And we're going to meet in the middle. Um, but because we weren't married at that point, it was controlling, um, because we lacked individual identity. Um, but of course I learned from that and and then I met my wife. Uh, and so while we were dating, I was adamant about our individuality. Um, you know, you be, you be you, I do me. Um, and of course our relationship worked together and that sort of thing. And and now I'm married to her. So obviously it kind of worked, I guess a little bit, right. Um, yeah, take your time, bro. Um, it's great. It really is. It's, it's, here's the thing about like marriage. I I don't ever hear anybody say, um, and my brother told me this. He's not even married. It's expensive. Well, yeah, especially with our inflation. But um, the best thing about marriage to me is the ability to have a, a teammate for life. And I, I think I told you that before. Yeah, you have. And I love um, that. But that's really what it is. And a lot of times, just I, I've never, like Jen and I, we haven't really sat down through counseling, but uh, we're very close with a few different pastors and they do a lot of counseling, pastors do. And so, um, they'll kind of seep out wisdom, uh, just like tr- uh, a maple tree seeping out sap, like it just wisdom just kind of flows out of them. And so I'll, I'll try to catch it as often as I can. <clears throat> and, um, what was the point I was about to make with that? So they always say that they all agree rather that when it comes to counseling, oftentimes fights happen because it's the spat one spouse versus the other spouse. But when you get married and you have that teammate, it's not supposed to be one versus the other. It's supposed to be both versus the problem. And so I think that oftentimes we look at things like, oh, she says this, I think this, and then we're just, you know, butting heads in the middle. But since marriage is, is a, you know, a team or a team effort, uh, the husband is supposed to make the first, what am I thinking of? The first, uh, because he's the leader, he's supposed to admit where he's wrong first. Then walk to the other side, say, hey, I'm with you. We're here. And then they both attack the problem together. And so that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what pastors can gener- generally agree on. Um, and I actually think, Codis, you might have sent me something about that from Craig Rochelle. Does that sound familiar? Probably. Maybe. I send everyone Craig Rochelle stuff. <laughs> I absolutely love Craig Rochelle yeah. so much, dude. Um, oh, it's so good. Yeah. No, for sure. And so then that finishes my first thought. And the second thought, like you called, was soul ties. Um, So a lot of times people will use this verse, you know, the two become one flesh. Oh, soul ties. I I don't think soul ties are biblical. No, that's because they're absolutely not. We're about to get into that right now, right? Uh, Sure, we can a little bit, kind of. Um, Yeah, loosely. Um, I don't have anything pulled up, but. No. um, But first off, 
you, you told me this once about the soul tie thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're not going to have relationships in heaven. And right. your soul is eternal. So there, there's one big thing right there. Right, yeah. So if, if, if soul ties were a thing, then that means that in heaven, everybody that an individual has sex with, um, they'd be tied together in heaven. So it'd be polygamy in heaven. That doesn't make any sense. And then on top of that, if I were to go to heaven and somebody I had sex with, what if they went to hell? Then would our souls be tied then? And I'd be part of my soul being hell, part of my soul being heaven. That doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah. Um, and part of the reason that doesn't make any sense is because it's not biblical. In <laughs> um, Matthew chapter 19, Codus, like what you're talking about, Jesus says to the Pharisees, you will be like the angels. And he's saying that there won't be marriage in heaven. Um, y'all go look at it. It's, it's towards the beginning of Matthew 19. <clears throat> so sorry, not sorry. We won't be married in heaven. Um, but I do think this, I do, uh, I do think that we'll know each other. Like for example, me and my wife, I oh, yeah, uh, tell us we'll remember the days of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. We'll remember the good things. And so obviously my wife is a good thing. And so, uh, there's, uh, there's other, it might be in the same chapter. I don't remember, but Jesus says that there's many rooms in my father's house. And so I imagine heaven being a huge mansion. And God giving everybody their own room. So I imagine like going back to college, you know, the first year, super fun. Me and my buddy were reminiscing, reminiscing on it the other day. But I remember, or I, I, I not remember, but I think of it like this. I think I have my room that God has made specifically for me. And then I think that he's going to make my wife's room next door. And so we're going to be best buds, you know. Sure. Um, we should be roommates. Uh, let's be adjacent roommates. Like, <laughs> you, you get on the other side of, of <laughs> love you and all but that room is for me my guy that that's no, what I, I god made it for that. me i respect that <laughs> i need my own cheese it's my own room exactly you just need a room full of cheese it's and you'll be happy <laughs> cheese it's oreo okay so uh, i was talking to mace grace last night we we're mm-hmm. facetiming i said mace grace i love you but i love what i say no it was i don't love you as much as i don't love you as much as i love jesus but i love you more than cheese it's wow it was so funny and she was just like wow Dude, that, that means a lot. I know. I don't love you as much as Jesus, Which but I love, you as, I love you more than Cheez-Its. And the fact that you love her more than Cheez-Its, bro, like, I don't know if she I'm knows telling you, man. how important but, that dude, is. She didn't think it was as funny as I did. I wow. was cracking up. She dude, was like, wow. The first thing you did when you got here, I feel like, was open up my box of Cheez-Its, bro. It was. I, it was. <laughs> I, 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 I did. You're wrong, you're wrong. Well, I mean, I, I, I bought them for you, so, like, yeah, you know. Dude, like I, I love Cheez-Its. It's bad. <laughs> So like I'm staying at my grandpa's house. Mm-hmm. The first thing I got at the store was a box of cheeses. I love that. They're so good, dude. I've loved them ever since I was a young lad. Oh yeah. <laughs> Berries and cream. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, nice. A uh, young whippersnapper. <laughs> whippersnapper. <laughs> yes, a whippersnapper. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but Codus, you want to kind of wrap it up? Oh wait, I didn't even finish the thought on soul ties. So so yeah, um, they're totally not biblical. There's no marriage. In How heaven. did we get on Cheez Its? Uh, honestly, I don't remember. Um, oh, we were talking about the rooms in heaven. See, that's right. That's left. right. There you go. <laughs> um, so a lot of times people will misconstrue that verse, and then they'll also misconstrue. Um, there's a verse. It's in one of the Samuel's, first or second Samuel, and it's talking about uh, if it, depending on translation, if KJV says. Um, that David's soul was bound to uh, Jonathan's, I believe, um, or was it Nathan? Jonathan, um, his best friend. And so they'll use that and be like, oh, see, soul ties are biblical. Um, not for marriage, but at least they're biblical. No, 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 no. So soul, if you look at the original Hebrew for that, it just means committed to. It doesn't mean like their spirit. Um, and so why KGV, KJV translates it to soul? I don't no, know. KJV. Um, sorry, sorry. Yeah. KJV. Um, uh, 
Russia. Anyways. Um... Easy. <laughs> They're not no. going to watch our podcast if you keep that up. Uh, that's right. Sorry. Um, KJV. And it says you know, well, One thing I want to say about that is you, you see all these pray for Ukraine, but we're supposed to pray for Ukraine and Russia. Mm, pray like, for your enemy. We should be paying for everyone. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah, no. My rant. Thanks for yeah. listening. And signing off from the old Christian. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, definitely pray for both sides. And, and Jesus specifically says, pray for your enemy. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so Canada. The, uh, the word KJV <laughs> uses is soul. You said Canada um, is soul. But uh, the NASB, the New American Standard, uh, is scholars believe to be a more accurate word for word translation than the KJV. Um, it's yeah. scholars agree. It's like the best. Um, and so if you look at the, uh, NASB, they have it translated that David was committed to Jonathan, um, because it's, again, it's more accurate, but just because you look at the original Hebrew. Um, so yeah, KJV lead people astray, bro. <laughs> Saying soul and stuff. Man, well, whack. you know how it is. Oh, yeah. You want me to rant about KJV only just now? I mean, I'm, I got free tonight. Nah, 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 nah I ain't going to do that. But, uh, right now, right now, right now, right now. Just, I just want to say, just want to say, if you're I'm a KJV right. onlyist, I want you to study how uh, King James ha- assembled the, the 40 or so people um, to create the KJV. I want you to look up what documents, what uh, translations they used to create the KJV. And all I'm going to say is, it's like the KJV is a translation of a translation and sometimes of a translation. So, really? yeah. So it's, uh, I thought least, the King James version was like, Ooh, they read the King James. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's not wrong. Like it is, a, it's, it's a fairly accurate word for word. It's just not the most accurate word for word because it's a translation of a translation of a translation. Of translation cases, uh, in ASB. Um, but I will say, that 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 was specifically the 1611 KJV. I think modern day KJV is more accurate than the 1611, mm-hmm. um, just because we have we found more manuscripts. We found the red uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls, and so um, huh. we found the Book of Enoch. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, um, yeah. Let's 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 not read the Book of Enoch. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. So, uh, and do people are gonna listen to that? Be like, why not? Because well, they hate us because you ain't us. That's right. Uh, long story short, don't read the book of Enoch because the, sec- the second and third book, absolutely not biblical. The first book, because why would I read the first book if the second and third book are absolutely way off? Mm-hmm. Um, but what's my thought? Oh, but uh, so for all translations today, so a lot of people think like Joe Rogan, for example, he made the claim. It's like, look, the Bible has been translated by tra- uh, translated, 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 translated. Um, That's for th- wrong. For, There's for th- plenty of manuscripts. That back it up. That is right. Not- Over thousands of years. So odds are it's not even saying the same words that it, it originally intended, which, as Coda said, is completely wrong because we have um, there's 25,000 manuscripts, but we have somewhere around five to six thousand original manuscripts. Um, yeah. And so the the 20 or so thousand that we have is like copies of copies. Um, of the originals and so because that's how they did things right they, they had to write down and like yeah you know, so anyways um so but when we look at modern day bibles modern day like say even english translations and we c- compare it to the original manuscripts that we have it literally says the exact same things there has there's nothing's been lost the doctrine is all still there and still the same 
I think it's like a, a, a 98% accuracy in the, the 2% or something like that, or maybe it's 4%. Hmm. It, uh, it's spelling of names and punctuation. That accounts for all of the, the, uh, the mistakes. So we have – everything's right. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. don't, use the, uh, don't use the classic atheist argument of, oh, it's translated so many times it's not the same because it's not a good argument. Um, but anyways, uh, Codis, thoughts? I just talked for more than I expected to. Um, if, you're, if, you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, wow, God is pretty cool. You know, I, I, I like the guy. I want to I get to know him. Um, and, you know, you want to be saved. You're like, wow, these guys seem pretty wise. Um, then Jared has a, a little prayer for you. Yeah. Uh, everybody, if, uh, if you want to accept you out there. Yeah, that's fine. If you uh, if you want to accept Jesus into your heart and you want to make the best decision of your life, then uh, Codus and I advise that you repeat the words after me. Dear Father, thank you for sending your son to die on the cross to save me from my sins. God, save me from my sins. Allow me to live this life for the rest of this life for you um, and allow me to sacrifice the want my wants for your will um god i surrender my life to you and i want to follow you for the rest of my days and in jesus name i pray amen amen and if you prayed that prayer uh congratulations you are will be going to heaven you're it's a awesome. savage uh ratchet anyways um bougie rat, any yeah um what? so <laughs> anyways um honestly there's, there's no words that you can say that save you. It's a matter of your heart. And so we said at the beginning of this podcast that uh, God just cares about our hearts, our heart posture, right? And so um, the way that you demonstrate your beliefs, your heart, is you, you're going to read the Bible. You're going to be convicted by it. You're going to want – I mean the Bible says if you love him, you'll keep his commandments. And so um, there's a whole lot to this whole being saved Christian faith thing. But at the same time, there's really not. Just believe in Jesus and you're solid. Just truly believe that is. Um, and we could talk, you know, a whole while about what that means and how to do that. But we're not going to because instead we want you to reach out to us on Instagram and tell us that you prayed that prayer and uh, let us know so that we can uh, walk you through the next steps. So um, with all of that being said, Codus. Well, I love you. Jared loves you. More importantly, God loves you. Godspeed.